0: Hey, BCC family, let's worship the Lord together. that you're here, Lord, that we can just sit with you, Lord, that we can just be with you, God, that we are your children, Lord, for those of us who have our faith in you, Lord. I just, I thank you for that truth, Lord, no matter what we do, no matter what's going on, Lord, we're safe in your arms, God, we're held by you, and Lord, I thank you so much that your promises, um, you deliver, Lord, you come through and we don't have to be afraid, Lord, because you are sovereign. There's just so much beauty in the truth of who you are and and the redemption in our lives because of your goodness, God. We just thank you and give you the glory, Lord, and we pray that you'll bless this time. In Christ's name we pray, amen. So
1: good morning. I hope you're doing well on this Sunday. Uh, obviously, it's not Sunday. I'm not even in Burlington. I'm in Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, our theme uh, as we're moving through this time of the year here and where are we in like august the end of august summer's almost over we're going into september and our theme is when the going gets tough and i gotta tell you things keep happening life is exciting and there's never a dull moment and so trish and i are in a little rock because uh her sister lori her house caught on fire so we're up here helping her a little bit and then uh, a hurricane hits the Gulf, and by the time it gets to Little Rock, it's a tropical storm. So uh, we get run over by that while we're up here. But uh, everyone's fine. Everyone's good. Just one missing cat, named Jasmine. So pray for Jasmine. Pray that uh, Lori can find her third cat, and uh, and then um, and that she'll be able to move forward and uh, rebuild and be able to get back in her home. Pray for Lori. And uh, that, Lots going on, just so many things happening. Hope you're all safe and uh, we're all practicing social distancing as we move through this time in our life. Um, Things are a little different this morning. You can see I'm not where I normally am. I'm in a hotel room, uh, actually in a lobby. And uh, we're going to just share the Word of God with you right here and right now. And uh, hope hope that uh, it'll be a blessing to you wherever you are. And uh, hopefully you're safe we're looking at when the going gets tough and we're looking at biblical people who uh have endured hard things in life and struggles and uh hardship and were tested and and went through trials and and how they came out and, and that's what we've been looking at and uh different people and today we're gonna we're gonna look at another character that uh may take a couple weeks for us to work through It's this may take us a little time to 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 get to the through uh, his life but uh, hang in there with me over the next couple weeks and we're gonna dig in to the Word of God and I hope it's going to be an encouragement to you and uh, strengthen you and give you uh, some uh, spiritual food for your soul to live on and to grow in and to move forward in power with uh, so work with me in that Pray for everyone. We are not gathering live at BCC. A uh, little bitty setback, as everyone at BCC knows. We're just making sure that everyone is safe and healthy, and then we're gonna get back to it. We'll come back together uh, when the when the, the the coast is clear, and everyone gets a thumbs up, and uh, we're, we feel like it's safe again to start meeting again live. So just hang in there, and uh, we'll roll with it. You know, we're just. As, as life unfolds, we're going to take it one day at a time. James chapter one, remember, is our passage, that springboard passage that we're using to um, get into our, get into our person, our biblical person, about when the going gets tough. And James talks about how we are to consider it pure joy. Remember the passage: Whenever you face trials of many kinds, um, because he says, because that uh, you know that the testing of your faith pres- uh, develops. Uh, the testing of your faith develops in you perseverance and then perseverance brings about maturity completion and that you as a person and, and me as a person as we go through trials and we trust god through them and we see him work uh, what they do is they leave us lacking nothing in other words they strengthen us they fortify us they make us better they make us stronger they they make us the kind of people that god can use to do great things and so that passage in james 1 is such a great passage and, and the attitude is considerate joy when these trials come so when the going gets tough keep your chin up keep your head up don't don't let it crush you let it Let it make you stronger. Let it make you better. Let it bring you to where God wants to bring you through the trial, okay? And that's an amazing thing. Today, when the going gets tough, Daniel, remember Daniel in the Old Testament, Daniel stood tall. And that's what we're going to be talking about today is that when the going got tough, Daniel stood tall. He really did. And we're going to look at some uh, scripture, uh, and really we're going to just kind of march through his whole book in the next couple of weeks. I'm just going to do an overview of his of his letter, 12 chapters. Daniel is considered a major prophet. A major, there's five major prophets: Isaiah, Jeremiah, and then the book of Lamentations, and then Ezekiel and Daniel. Uh, Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel letters are all 30, 40, 50 chapters long. Lamentations is only a few chapters but it's it's a letter that Jeremiah wrote so it's it's grouped together with Jeremiah's letter but Daniel uh, came right after those guys and Daniel in fact Daniel in Daniel's letter he is reading from Jeremiah's letter which is kind of cool but he he quotes some of uh, Jeremiah's letter and he's studying it as he writes one of his chapters we'll kind of see that later on but Daniel's a very short it's only 12 chapters long but a lot of the major prophets are considered major prophets because their letters are longer they tend to be longer than the minor prophet letters and uh, the the, these prophets were uh, maybe a little more significant in what they were when they came on the scene and and who they wrote about and what they did Um, but primarily they're grouped in that way because their letters are longer so Daniel stands tall in the life of Daniel throughout his his, his ministry and, and what we read in the scripture what we learn about Daniel in his book uh, is amazing uh, 12 chapters Daniel is born in Judah and uh, Daniel is a young Jewish boy uh, of Jerusalem and uh, Daniel is filled with wisdom and he's filled with discernment and he's filled with courage um, he lived during um, Uh, a a a powerful time in history when kings would rise and and uh nations would conquer other nations and and there was a lot of uh, rebellion toward god in the midst of uh god's people and uh and and israel was experiencing lots of uh turmoil in the way of attacks and then being carried off to other nations as slaves remember back in Moses when they were carried off to Egypt and they became slaves in Egypt well now we're gonna see in Daniel's letter that they're gonna be slaves in Babylon and so there's a lot of power plays going on around the nations of Of uh, this life of Daniel when he comes onto the scene and he writes and when he lives his book is written uh, part of his letter is written in Hebrew and the other part of his letter is written in Aramaic which is interesting Daniel is a great example of a life lived for God throughout his entire life Daniel never seems to lose focus on who he loves and who he serves and he remains faithful to God even in the midst of really impossible things. Like he is faced with so much opposition and, and so much attack. And uh, he's, he's persecuted in, in a number of ways as he's trying to live a godly life. And so we can kind of identify with Daniel in that way and that, that no matter no matter what people do to us on this earth or what they think about God or what they think about our faith or what they think about Christianity, it doesn't matter. We're, we're, we're determined and we are focused on living our lives for God no matter what anyone else is going to do and, and that's what Daniel does it's amazing you know life often uh, unfolds in unusual ways you know when you're young and you're thinking about your you know the rest of your life you, you can have dreams and you can imagine certain things but typically it doesn't go that way usually it, it life comes at you in ways that you never expected uh you could just probably think back on your own life and remember that uh that things that have happened over the the years especially if you've been around a while you you never saw them coming you never dreamed they would come you never anticipated them come but but you found yourself either dealing with them battling with them tested by them or enjoying them perhaps maybe even good things came your way that you didn't anticipate, you didn't realize were gonna happen, you didn't plan on them happening. They just happened and life unfolds. Like like this whole year, 2020 is just a year of kind of craziness. Like, talk about when the going gets tough. It's it's gotten tougher our whole nation. With with race issues and and uh, sports world and and the COVID and just so many things kind of coming up against us all at once. So so life unfolds in unusual ways a lot of times, and it seems this year more and more every day. Uh, here we are in Little Rock helping Lori. Um, she didn't do anything wrong. It, these things happen, and you you find yourself just dealing with them and having to just work through them. And uh, you keep your chin up, you keep your faith strong because you know that people are watching you. You know that your faith is is kind of being looked at by people, your friends, your neighbors, other people around you. And so no different with Daniel. Well, here's how the life of Daniel unfolds. It, it unfolds uh, one test after another test. And today what we're gonna do is just kind of survey through the book of Daniel at least as far as we can get there's 12 chapters we're not going to probably get through all 12 but we're going to move through uh, the chapters of Daniel just give you a quick overview some of the things that Daniel dealt with and then and then maybe in a week or two we're going to uh, finish up that survey through the book and then we're going to draw some good application from the life of Daniel this is a great man he he did amazing things and was faced with crazy tests and uh, so it's important that we take our time a little bit as we go through these 12 chapters and really draw out of them some important things. So that's what we're gonna do, just move through the chapters, hopefully think about some things that just kind of arise that we can think about for our own life. And then when, when our time is up, we'll, we'll cut it off and uh, we'll continue next week, okay? Does it sound like a plan? I hope so, okay, good. So test after test, Um, chapter one here's what happens in chapter one it's the third year this is like out of the blue third year the king of Jehoiakim of Judah so the king of Judah or Israel is King Jehoiakim it's his third year and Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon which is the original kind of area where mankind started where chaldea is and babylon and the tigris river and the euphrates river where where it's believed that the garden of eden is where abraham was from so way back in those times when when man first walked the earth uh the king of babylon comes in and he takes okay. over so sorry about that um gets a little crazy around uh, this this place so let's see so so Israel is taken off to Babylon they're besieged by uh, the Babylonians and King Nebuchadnezzar it's a name you hear a lot in the Old Testament King Nebuchadnezzar and uh, Daniel dealt deals with King Nebuchadnezzar for a while so Daniel and uh, some of the uh, treasures of the temple in Jerusalem and uh, a number of jews are carried off to babylon what they typically would do is they disperse the people they would leave some of the people there in the city that they attacked they would take some with them to babylon and they take some to other places and they split the people up so they couldn't work together and weaken them and so daniel and a number of others go to uh, babylon and and um the king of babylon Nebuchadnezzar, he wants to train up some of the young Israelite men in his court to uh, learn to be basically slaves to the king and learn uh, certain things about the, the, um, the kingdom and the king and the land of Babylon. And he wants to indoctrinate them. And so these young men have to be perfect handsome tall no physical defect he wants good-looking guys in his court to serve Uh, the king handsome men showing aptitude uh, men that are well informed they're smart guys they're quick to learn and they're qualified to serve so Dan so Daniel uh, and some other men are going to be chosen to serve in the king's court and uh that is going to set the stage for daniel to become not only well known but to um earn favor in in the kingdom among the leaders which is going to pay off later david or daniel doesn't hang his head he doesn't say what was me here i am being carried off as a slave to another land a foreign land Instead, he keeps his eyes on the Lord and he says, God, however you want to use me, even in this, use me, God. Use me for your glory. Now, don't you wish that you and I had that attitude more and more, that that no matter what happened to us in our lives, whatever comes our way, whatever the next day unfolds and happens to you or me, that we would handle it like that. We would handle it with such grace that we would, say, we would look for the opportunity, right? We would just considerate pure joy that we're facing this thing and that we we know that trials and testings are going to come and that that we know that they're going to produce stuff in our life good things in our life like james said so i just wish that day after day as these things came that i would handle things and look at that more like daniel did you know with this attitude of what's next okay, God, here I am, I'm in this situation, what do you want to do with me? What do you want to do in me? What do you want to do through me? What do you want to do in the world around me that I can be a part of? Like, that is the most greatest outlook of life that you could ever have, to, to just be so in tune with God, to know that everything that happens is happening for a purpose. But Daniel is the kind of guy that is going to move himself through the ranks, not just because he's a good-looking, handsome young man, but because he's smart and because he's attentive and because he pays attention and and he notices things and he learns quick. And so he's going to be used by God in a powerful way to impact an entire kingdom and even the entire world around that kingdom, which is totally amazing. This does not happen if your eyes are not on God. It only happens if your eyes are on the Lord. And so Daniel and these others are brought into the court. And um, Daniel has three friends. Uh, and we know them as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these are the names that are given to them. Even the name Daniel, his real name is Belshazzar. Or they call him Belshazzar uh, because uh, they gave these these Babylonian names to... Uh, these guys because they represented different gods of the Babylonian Empire but um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and Daniel are the names that we're most familiar with so we'll just use those names so Daniel and his three friends along with some others other young men are chosen to serve in the king's court now there's some special instructions Uh, for these young men that they're supposed to live up to. One, uh, they are to learn the language of the Babylonian Empire. They they are to learn the culture, to learn the times, to learn the history, and to be uh, well in tune with Babylon. And secondly, uh, they are to eat a specific diet. They are given a certain food that they are supposed to eat that is supposed to make them strong and healthy so that they could serve the king. And uh, the third thing is this, they they are gonna have three years of training to serve and then they would serve and enter the king's service in the king's court officially. And so those are the things. Basically, what we got going on here is a Babylonian brainwashing, like King Nebuchadnezzar is going to brainwash these young Israelite boys into thinking like Babylonians, acting like Babylonians, living like Babylonians, basically turning them into Babylonians so that they could serve the Babylonian king. You think about that, and you think about a number of things, right you think about this idea of brainwashing right in in some ways, we hear about terrorist groups over in the Middle East that take young men and brainwash them into hating America or or uh, hating whatever or are just becoming little soldiers in their little army to To wreak havoc on the earth and uh we we hear about that right we we know that those kind of things go on when you see young boys with weapons fighting and uh for a cause that they don't really know anything about they've been brainwashed Um, and we know that even in our society in american society there's all kinds of ways that we try to um that society or or the devil really behind the society tries to uh impact our minds and our young people for evil in 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 bad ways in anti-american ways in in just the ways that aren't healthy for us probably one of the simplest things uh, that i can think of is when you when we used to go to the movies Uh, And they would put up these subliminal messages, right? Like you'd be watching the advertisements and they'd throw one little snapshot slide of like uh, a Coca-Cola or a Pepsi or a a bucket of popcorn. But and it it went through so fast. Your eye couldn't see it, but your brain caught it. And that caused a lot of people to get up out of their seat and go buy popcorn or go buy a, a drink. You know, it just it just it just presented a message to people. In a way that was subtle and it caused a reaction well that's what kind of brainwashing is you keep telling somebody something and eventually they begin to believe it and they begin to live it and and that's what's happening to daniel and these guys in uh babylon they are being brainwashed into thinking like the babylonians now this is really important because daniel is not going to allow that to happen to him. We studied about Moses last week, and remember Moses was raised by Pharaoh's daughter for the first 40 years of his life, And he never identified himself as Pharaoh's child. He was always God's child and brothers of the Hebrews that were slaves in Egypt. So so Moses didn't let the brainwash happen to him. Daniel is not letting the brainwash happen to him. And I hope and pray that you and I are working our butts off so that we are not allowing this kind of brainwashing to happen to you and I, even in our culture, in our country, in this world that we are not letting the world conform us into its mold but that we are allowing God and his word to transform us to being like Christ like every one of us is being trained in some way like whether we voluntarily are being trained or we just obliviously are being trained right like when you grow up listening to certain music that music is is teaching you certain things it's it's presenting to you some ideas and thoughts that maybe the drug culture or the pop culture or the country culture or whatever culture it is is trying to get you as a listener of their music to identify with them on and believe with them on and be taught or trained by them on Uh, so music does this um and other things do this as well you go to a college and uh they teach certain things you go now to our school systems with our young people and they're being taught certain things even about the creation right and how we got here and how man came about not just mathematics and not just uh you know p.e and not just um you know basic topics of of uh of education but they're they're teaching more than that they're teaching and they're brainwashing in a sense or they're presenting a a teaching of the culture that is humanistic it's secular and it is in some ways there are lots of ways it has become anti-god or anti Christian or they have removed you know spiritual things or godly things from the, the, the the books the literature and so they are they are teaching humanism. And so our kids are being trained these things as well. And that's why a lot of people send their kids to a Christian school or private school, because they want their kids, they want their kids, they have made a choice that we want to learn the Word of God. We want to be trained in the things of god we don't want to be trained in the things of the world there's enough of that going on in the world we've got enough of that already in our head we want to know the word of god because we believe it to be true we believe jesus to be the son of god we believe the word of god the bible to be god's word to us his revelation on how he wants us to live and so we want that to train our minds we want that to brainwash us in a sense we want that to be our teaching and so we voluntarily and willingly say we want god other people don't say they want God they want other things and other people don't say they want anything but they're being trained by the world Daniel Daniel Moses they said no we're not going to let the world press us we are going to let God teach us we want to know the ways of the Lord and that's what they did so that Babylonian brainwashing is what's happening to Daniel and those men uh, by King Nebuchadnezzar We've just got a couple minutes and we're going to wrap this up so what is happening is basically the stage is set uh for the work and the ministry of daniel uh in a foreign land he is he is an israelite right and he is um uh, a child of gods he is a, a son of abraham's and he is uh an israelite and a jew and now he's been deported to babylon and so the stage is set for how god is going to use him in a foreign land And so let me just kind of close with this a lot of times we find life unfolding in a way we already mentioned this that we never expected i i never expected when i was younger growing up in buffalo new york and living in clarence new york i never dreamed that god would would grab hold of my life that i would live in you know a number of different cities and towns and states that i would preach in a number of different churches that i would be in ministry that you know, that I would have four kids and a bunch of grandkids by now. Who, who thinks of that that's going to happen? Nobody can really plan that. It just unfolds. But here's the thing, what Daniel did. Like, as it unfolded, he just kept his head on God. He kept his mind on God. He kept his heart on the Lord. And he just realized that life is going to happen. Good things are going to happen, bad things are going to happen. There's going to be testing, there's going to be trials. All these things are going to happen because we live in this world and it's a broken world and sin has impacted it and, and uh, disease and, and evil and all those things are a part of this world. But what Daniel did was he said, I'm going to walk with the Lord. I am going to walk hand in hand with God and I'm going to keep my mind on Him. I'm going to keep my heart on Him and I'm going to keep my eyes on the Lord and I'm not going to take them off, God. And so what god did was use daniel in a very powerful way and we're gonna learn more about that as we begin to move through chapters 4, uh, two three four five and all the way to 12 there's some amazing things that happen it may take us three weeks to get through this but i don't want to rush it because the life and the book and the ministry of daniel is just too important And it speaks volumes to you and I today who live in a world and a society and a culture that is moving away from God, that is moving in the wrong direction. And um, and, uh, we play a, a key role in that as believers. We have got to let our voice be heard. We have got to speak up. And we have got to stand for things and for people who represent as much of a godly attitude as we can. Uh, we know that, that there are very few people out there anymore that represent God all the way. Uh, we can stand up with those people, but when it comes to when it comes to politics and that world, <clears throat> it's very difficult to find anybody that represents the Lord all the way. But what we've got to do is find people who at least represent some of the values that we have as believers. and we've got to let our voice be heard and do responsible things so that we're working together with people who care about the things of God. And uh, the political world will never get us there. It's never gonna solve our problems or our issues. It's only gonna help us as a society or culture to maybe live at peace or to, 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 to be somewhat prosperous as human beings on the planet and in this country perhaps. But it's never going to solve our eternal issues. It's never going to solve our spiritual issues. It's never going to heal us from the sin that entangles us. Only Jesus is going to do that, which is why we have got to keep our eyes on Him just like Daniel did. And uh, we'll see you next week. God bless you. Have a great week. And uh, read through the book of Daniel if you get a chance. And we're going to continue where we left off next week. God bless you. Let's pray. Father, we, we love you, and I thank you for loving us, and I'm so glad that we can kind of dig into this letter, this, this person of Daniel who you used in a mighty way. Help us to learn from him, to be more like him, and to, uh, to put into practice the things that we see you doing in his life and his attitude that we would have the attitude Daniel had when life gets tough and when things come at us and we don't always like the way things go. Use us, Father, for your glory. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.